This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The Brentford Fan Show. The latest on the bees. All the gossip from Griffin Park. Plus, you Reds getting vocal on the socials. The Brentford Fan Show with 7OTB.com. Predict seven results. Win seven figures. Love Sport London. A great station for a great city. City, 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 city. Two minutes past nine across the capital. This is Love Sport Radio. It's time to chat all things Brentford with the chaps from Be Sotted. To my left is Billy the B Grant, the gaffer. He's in the building. You see my eyebrows? Where's our music gone, man? Where's your music gone? Where's our music gone? I blame the techie outside. Oh, no, I've gone all lounge. Da, 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 la, <laughs> the Brentford lounge. Yeah, that, 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 tell you what it is. Go on. Easter. So after Easter... Everyone sort of kind of that sort of chill sort of Ibiza Easter vibe, Beefa. isn't it? Yeah. Ibiza, beefed up. <laughs> That's, That's right. Probably illegal listen, in a few countries, bro. Listen, let's just go. So we're dancing around the studio now. Do do yes. Oh, no, keep the music going. That's it. Oh, yes. Bill. I used like the cheeky girls coming in. That's right. Oh, no, oh good. Don't don't. Oh, no. Jim, Jimmy Max down the middle. Yeah, um, it's, it's nice to be uh, talking Brentford with a microphone in front of me. It, I'm tempted to do the whole thing in a Peter Gillen voice. Just because it was appropriate. Okay. First of all, uh, Laney, yes, mate. Y- you're in the building. Yeah, great to have you, pal. I discovered something really interesting. Peter Gillam is everywhere at Brentford. So much so, I phoned Brentford yesterday. And if you phone up and phone the switchboard, it's like, welcome to Brentford Football Club. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I'm expect- I was expecting him to, him to literally go, Brentford! I was like, whoa. Well, it's well, Peter luckily, Gillam. that didn't cost you 20 quid. Like, you used to do the club call. Do you remember that? Club oh, call. club call. 0898. Oh, oh, 12, 11, 11, 08. 08. Something like that, oh, yeah. You still phone those numbers, Stato. don't you, Bill? Yeah. yeah. It's right. <laughs> still, like, before they got dodgy. Still speed dial one in Billy's phone. Uh, speed dial one replaced voice. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Gillam wasn't actually in your kitchen behind you making the tea as you were uh, taking oh, some cakes out of the oven. Uh, p- p- 
how do you know about my baking habit? No, I've been I've been ill this week. So if it was if it was him, he he was sitting on my sofa next to me. But it was very very strange because you know you expect the standard like telephone voice. It's like oh great, Peter Gillum, like nice, cool. Yes. The, the the voice of Brentford. But Bill, plenty to come up, plenty to talk about, plenty to talk about. You know, we were down to start off with, and then we got up on Bank Holiday Monday because all of a sudden things changed for the bees and. Uh, well, well think, we won. Well, we won. Wee. Things are looking up, and we didn't look like we we're going to play off. So now we look like we've got a very. We've got about one point three point seven. Door is a jar chance. again. Is indeed, a jar. indeed. It's, it's the return to the last chance saloon. That's right. For the tenth time this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, Isn't this playoff race amazing? It's brilliant. It's so good because even you, you go down as far as Preston North End, who are three points off the three, one win off the playoffs. Someone else could mess it up. And they 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 could just jump in. It's crazy. It is. You, they, they should sell it to the Premier League, actually, shouldn't they? They said, look, tell you something. We've actually got an exciting league here. Would you like to buy it? Do you think they'll take it? Probably not. No. Pro- pro- probably not. No. They could, eventually, when they build this European Super League, have playoffs out the Premier League. Oh, don't, please don't. No, no, no. Let, let's, let's not move tempt on. fate. Let's not tempt fate. Let's move on. But listen, in the show today... Obviously, we had two games over the weekend. Easter weekend is either normally a bad weekend for teams or a good weekend. It was not a not a bad one it's for been, us. It's been pretty good for us over the last sort of half a decade, I'd say. Good Friday has been pretty good. We've got promoted. Um, we beat Fulham four one. Uh, that, spe- uh, that was a spectacular that, Friday. That was a spectacular Friday. Um, yeah. we, we, we normally Can you stop there, please. Yeah, they don't, they don't get much gooder than on Good Friday than that. But good, gooder. We, we gooder, yes. You're live on the radio, and he's used the word gooder. Is that not right? Is that not right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's fine. But yeah, well, yeah. So we good, know, gooder so, Friday. So we didn't lose. That set us up nicely for the Easter Monday, where we did good again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we went down to Ashton Gate, and we uh, we taught them a footballing lesson. Was that back to back one nil wins at Ashton Gate? It was like one nil Ashton Gate last season as well, wasn't it? It was a midweek at That's right, game. it was. And I was there, yeah. It was a brilliant game as well. Like, you know, Scott Hogan scored. Yes. And then afterwards, they were at the, at the bar and they, they missed lots of chances yeah, as well. Yeah, they had yeah. the, that Chelsea Loney, whatever his name is. Uh, Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham, Great that's player. the word. Yeah. Very good, good, player. good player. Yeah, that's right. And he missed a few chances. And it was a brilliant game. We sang a lot. and yeah. I just about made my train because it was gridlock mayhem. Bristol City had just opened yeah, their new stand. That's right. And And... and Trying to get out of it was impossible, you know, trying to filter out into the right crowds. And I I'd, I'd pres- booked Dean Smith. I said, Dean, after the game, I need to speak to you straight away. He goes, no, no, no problem, son. No problem. I was like, lovely, cool. Sort it out with, with Chris Wickham and Kieran. Aaron, don't worry, you'll make your taxi. I booked a taxi, sprinting out the ground with all my kit, and I get there. Jump in the taxi. I'm like, Let's go to the station. There's gridlock all around us. Uh, the whole of Bristol is just stuck. No, no, Bristol yeah, is. It can big, be a car park. Big Bristol. crowd there. They're there for the Brentford. Just yeah. all there for the Brentford. Yeah, Did you cool. go? Yeah. Good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good day out. Yeah, good away yeah, day. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. It was, it was, yeah well, I, I just think you know we, we on, on Monday we just. We did. We 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 from the first minute to the last minute, we were pretty much in control of that. And yeah, I was a bit concerned going in because they'd obviously played Man United and beaten them, and they'd done Man City a couple of times. But the bees, they did the business. It was efficient, indeed, indeed. Morning, but we, we're going to talk to the fans after the game. I don't know if we're going to talk to the Have fans we got time now. For the, yeah, we got time for the audio. Let's play the audio. Let's hit, hit it, Wendell. 
I did quite enjoy it. I, I spent the first half in stripes, which I think was the best place to spend it. Second half, I come out and watch the game, and I, I thought we stood up and were counted, and we, we gave a good account of ourselves. I went up at Sheffield, first game of the season, and thought we were bullied out of the game. I thought today we stood up, and we, you know, we, we stood up for ourselves. Probably deserved more than we got in the end. You know what? I don't think a point's a bad result, and I think that I think Chris Wilder will be happy with it. But I think as the game went on, I think we had more and more opportunities to win it, and he'll be a little bit frustrated that we've we've missed a chance to get two more points. I think we played pretty well. I think the fans were well up for it. We made all the noise. I just think it just just didn't happen for us today. Slightly disappointing, but you know the blades roll on. Come on, the blades. I think Makotsa's been playing very well. He was playing well, and then we dropped him and we lost a couple of games, and then he came back against Middlesbrough and he played really well, and we put in a really good team performance against Middlesbrough, and then he's dropped again. He must wonder, what am I doing to keep getting dropped? I don't understand it, even though he didn't play that well today. We all know we're paying for not getting many points in the first 10 games of the season, and, and we'll carry on paying for that. The problem is that when you're at the bottom of the league, um, you have the opportunity where two wins will make a big difference. When you're at the top of the league and the other teams are winning, two wins don't make as big a difference. So I can't really see us breaking into it. But if you look at the league, if, you know, if we'd have got three points today, you would say you could argue, you could have argued we were still hanging in there. The teams in the top four are done and dusted. And then and then you're looking at maybe, I, I would still think, although Middlesbrough are struggling at the moment, still think Middlesbrough will be in the playoffs. And then you're looking at, will Derby drop out, um, possibly? We did, I thought we did all right. You know, it, it meant more to Sheffield United in terms of importance. Say you needed to kind of like get back into that playoff pack, and it's, it's they're probably going to be more disappointed from the game than, than we are, to be honest. I think that's the best performance I've seen this year, certainly right away. Fantastic all-round team performance, epitomised at the very end by Flojo playing the last five, ten minutes on one leg, having been cropped by their number three. Well taken go by Mope. I'd love to get back to the television and like see that goal line clearance, whether that was over or not. But all-round, 100%, really, really good beast performance. We were absolutely all over them. I cannot believe it was only 1-0. Morpai, though, came on, made all the difference. Great, great game, great performance. Best away performance is Preston when we outplayed. It was fantastic. Every one of them was fantastic. It wasn't a weakness in the team. The two lads at the back were outstanding. Mepham and, and Egan played like a rock. And I thought the midfield was brilliant. Remain Sawyer's second half was fantastic. And I thought the Morpai redeemed himself. Fantastic. Goalie, he shouldn't. We should have won two, three nil. Mm, uh, yeah, just just frustrating, really frustrating game. We should have gone back to basics. We struggled against Barnsley, Burton. You know, we beat Ipswich one nil. I go out of nowhere. It's a, it's a worrying times. It reminds us of all of, of last season when we had a similar terrible run. And, and it seems that you know Barnsley fans said the same. Oldham fans said the same. Wherever Lee Johnson is, he seems to have these runs where he struggles to, to, to play any kind of considerably good football. I mean, to be fair, we had 27 shots, as the stats say again. I don't really want to get too stuck in the stats, but we had 27 shots. Not many of them were on target or tested the goalkeeper. But we were getting players in position and having a go at them and getting in position and having a, a finding space, breaking through. And then Maupay came on, just had that little bit of time and space, just checked inside and a superb little finish there and a good goal and a good deserved three points. You know, cliche, but we do just have to take every game as it comes and if we can get it down to say the last three games of the season where it's still mathematical then I definitely think we got a chance unlikely as it 
is. But yeah, if we can take it down to those Fulham and QPR games, should be a great atmosphere, really. We've got a definitely good, good, good chance. Plenty to discuss after those clips. We'll be back right after this on Love Sport. Lego, the strongest brand in the UK. I think I'm going to have to build my wall with Lego now. Love Sport. I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. Hey, London. Fancy putting your finger on our button? Go on. You know you want to. Get up close and personal with us every Sunday night for a dating show with a difference. Extend your digits to divulge your dating disasters. From bad hair days to Netflix without the chill. Sunday nights in London will never be the same. Dating disasters on your London station. Love sport. I'm going to take out Byron with one punch. Then I'm coming for you, Putin. 5.58 a.m. Love sport. Back on Love Sport. Bill, where do we start with those clips and a bit of reaction? Do you want to talk about the sending off against Sheffield United? Oh, we talk about the sending off. I don't know if anyone saw it on television, but it was a, it was a bit of a bizarre one because we were all jumping up and down going, hey, we've scored a goal against Sheffield United. And uh, if you've seen the Sheffield United goalkeeper, Blackman, he's very tall. He's about sort of nine Huge. foot seven. And he held the ball above his head. He's obviously trying to waste time. And you've got Woods, like, you know, who's a lot smaller than him, sort of five foot, what, five, five foot six, something like that, jumping up, trying to get the ball. So there was some sort of fracker. It wasn't a fracker as such. And uh, in the end, Blackman slapped him in the face. Uh, he got sent off. And then Woodsy got sent off, which really confused us, didn't he? Yeah, it was really harshly done by, I think, Woodsy. Woodsy, all he wanted to do was get the ball back and get on with the game. You know, We see that so often in, in football where a team either equalises or, dra- or gets a goal back You know, late on in the game. And what they want to do is use the momentum and the impetus to, to get on with the game quickly. But, you know, Woodsy, if he touched him in the head, oh, well, you know, I'm not sure he could jump that high. Well, I've seen a certain angle of the, uh, of the uh, replay. And so Blackman hits him with a bit more force Woodsy does put, raise his arm it's, it's the most gentle feeblest <laughs> arm raised ever but by the letter of the law he has done that so it's a red card and just the, the devil in me thinks he, he may sort of gone full Zidane against Matarazzi do you know what I mean it's the same punishment it's one red card for the whole thing That's right, so yeah, just, just do it all do it all. Give, yeah, give, go give all in. Best. In for yeah. a penny. In go for all a pound. in. Yeah, it's, just, it's just, <laughs> just a red card. <laughs> That's right. I mean, so I mean that was disappointing because obviously he's out for three games. So, um, but the good thing about it is that obviously he can have a little rest. He can go back to his family back at home, chill out a little bit. And then he come back for Fulham in a couple of weeks' time, which is the big game for us. It's our cup final, apparently, yeah, isn't can, it, Laney? He could do what he wants for a, for, a, for three weeks. Yeah. No. Well, it is our it is our cup final, isn't apparently, it? Apparently, no, it is. Yeah. Of course, it's not. Um, but it's, it is it is going to be a, a brilliant day where we sort of get them you know ruin their their automatic promotion chances and we will we enter the top six ourselves that day so um i mean didn't we i think we brought six thousand fans on good friday to Fulham, didn't we all right let's have a conversation point here so you're bringing this back to i mean we're <laughs> going to talk about this later but let's just talk about it now let's just flip let's off from this let's just flip off from sheffield united and the bristol city game we always bring it back to Birmingham City. Of course, Brentford fans aren't overly happy with Birmingham City for various reasons. They weren't happy of us when we won the title back in the 90s and all this stuff, and we did that. So they decided to take three players from us at the beginning of the season, Hotter, uh, Dean and Maxim Colin. Colin. Okay, and they were very happy because we weren't happy at all. Gave us £12 million, and then they end up in the relegation zone. So uh, when we beat them twice this season, and uh, there was lots of joyous celebration, and there was a song going around, what's it? Um, cheer up Harley Dean um, to the to the monkey song, yep. you know, which he was very very unhappy about. So uh, 
obviously what's happened is that they beat Bolton on Tuesday night. Fair play to them. They brought 4,000 fans to Bolton. Birmingham did. And uh, Harley went on record afterwards, didn't he? Yeah, he said he'd seen nothing like it. You know, and he, then he sort of mischievously said it, at the end, well, you know, why would I have seen anything like it? And I, I've, been at, I've been at Brentford. So why would I ever see such a, a following? Obviously forgetting the, the 6,000 that we, we, we took to uh, to Fulham. He's, he's got a history, though, hasn't he? The, the old 10 times better little um, tirade that he did. Again, if you explain to people what so, that's about. Um, yeah, so obviously... Trying to trying to sort of win favour at his new club, the, uh, the 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 camera was dangled in front of his nose, and he was talking about how excited he was to be at St Andrews and what a great squad they had. You know, the ones that has almost you know been relegated this year, and he said that this squad at Birmingham City was ten times better than the Brentford squads that got to the playoffs. And we thought, how on earth can that be? <laughs> and he was he was absolutely lambasted. lambasted. It was it was. It was just like on another level. It was like sort of earthquakes of kind of factor nine, yeah. like you know. And then the two two nil win at St Andrews shortly afterwards, and then a five nil win at Griffin Park not so long ago seems to have kind of put put an end to that sort of um, uh, fibs. I think it's, it's turned up the bitterness, if anything else. It was uh, it had more than a more than a whiff of well rehearsed more, line. Yes, more that one, bit, more it? bitter than Fuller's Brewery. Yeah, but anyway, listen, we should move on from that because Birmingham City are Birmingham City. We'll come back to you know we're at one end of the table and. They're at the other end. We'll probably be playing each other again next season. It's going to be very interesting when we play each other next season. But other than you know that that game, that sending off, which was rather strange, Bristol City, on the other hand, as well, was uh, very good for us because we were very good and we played some very nice football. Everyone knows that we play like to play our passing game, pass the ball around very well. The shot count in the end, and I know a lot of people say forget about stats, but there's 27 <laughs> shots to two. Are they falling apart though? Oh well, the Bristol, Bristol City, City fans—they—they're they, probably a little bit tired. I'd yeah. say. I mean, this happens to them. Do you remember during the mid two thousands? Who was their manager mid two thousands? Danny Wilson. No. Joe Jordan. No. S- not Steve Coppel. No. Before Coppel, they—they yeah. they had a manager. I can't remember who it was, but he took them to the playoffs. How many? And, every and season they played us. They would get there. And it looked like they'd go up, but they just it just never happened for Bristol City. Now they got Hargreaves and Lansdowne, and they're, they're ploughing money into the club. Yeah. Maybe Lee Johnson isn't the right man for Well, them. you know, you see that so often, don't you? To combine a, you know, a, a proper cup run with a, with a, a promotion campaign is, is, is really difficult, uh, unless you've got like a proper Premier League budget. But even then, it's really rare that you, you're, you're going to combine the two. Maybe they're just getting a bit fatigued. And it's, it's mentally draining as well, isn't it? They had the highs of the, the Man City game and mm. May United or Liverpool. They, they played some really big teams this year and they're front page and then that's all over now and they try, need to bring themselves up again every week after yeah, Bre- week. Brentford fans will always remember the, when we got to the, the FA Cup quarterfinals in 89 when we played Liverpool Anfield. You know, we'd had a brilliant cup run and we, we probably should have gone up that year under Steve Perriman. We had a, re- you know, a fantastic team but in the end it just kind of, as soon as the, as soon as the cup run, the excitement of that and the, 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 the kind of like, the, the, each cup tie makes you push on in the league as well. Once one of those ingredients had gone, it was kind of a bit all over. It was curtains in. Funnily enough, the manager I was thinking of was Gary Johnson. Gary Johnson. Oh, Gary yeah. Johnson. It was, yeah. it was Lee's dad. The bloodline. 0208 70 25 58 is the number to call if you want to talk anything Brentford this evening at Love Sport Radio. We'll be talking to Kieran, the Ipswich fan. He's, he's given us a call after this. Yes, right.
Yeah, go soccer ball. I love soccer ball, truly do. Yep, go the Brits. Call us on 0208 70 20 558. And don't worry, we won't harvest your data. Love sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Weekdays from 6am. You could visit 10, 20, 100 dealers and still not see as many cards as you would in just one visit to Car Giant. Because at Car Giant, we've up to 8,000 quality used cars in stock, all at unbelievably low prices. So don't go round the houses for your next car. Go to Car Giant, the only place for giant choice and giant savings. It's how London buys its cars. Car Giant. If you fall asleep at the wheel, you'll put your life in danger and the lives of others as well. Before you feel tired, pull off the road into a services or other safe area, drink some strong coffee, and take a quick nap while the caffeine kicks in. If you're having a nap, you've left your lights on, sir. All right, cheers. Think. Don't drive tired. Don't take no from no one. Wise words from a wise man. Namely me, the spokesman. So if your car insurance quote is too high, tell them to sling their rook and let my guys sort it. We've got the deals from the players, but they won't get out of line. Because it's easy to compare, switch and save at thespokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. Here at The Claims Guys, we'll conduct a thorough search to discover if you ever had PPI. And if you did, well, we can deal with your bank and do all the legwork for you. But if you don't text SEARCH to 6677, you'll never know. Text SEARCH to 6677 now. The Claims Guys. Tottingham? Is that a thing? Oh, really? Tottingham Hotspurs. Great. Texans will love it. 100%. 558 AM. Love Sport. The Fan Show on Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Back on Love Sport Radio, 558M, DAB online and via your Alexa smart speaker. Let's welcome Kieran, the Ipswich fan from Ipswich Town Chat onto Love Sport this evening. Kieran, good evening. First and foremost, the biggest, well, the big news coming out of, uh, of, of Ipswich over the past week or the past few days has been the decision between Marcus Evans and Mick McCarthy to part ways at the end of the season. Is this good? Is it bad? How are the fans taking it? it Mick McCarthy seems to be disappointed. I remember watching Ipswich, well, I've watched them a few times over the past few seasons where it seems like the atmosphere around the ground is, is at a very, very low ebb. Is this the right time for, for everyone to be moving on? Well, firstly, good evening, gents. It's, uh, it's lovely to be on your show this evening. Good evening. Um, good evening. Yeah, I, I think I think it's just a natural parting of the ways. I think if you ask any Ipswich fan, they will tell you that the time has come for Mick McCarthy now. And as sad as that is, after you know transforming uh, transforming us into a, a you know pretty competitive side in, in over the last five years or so. 
Um, but it is, it is the right decision to do that now. That there's so many contributing factors to, to the decision that's that's led to him leaving the club, and and now we're just looking for a new chapter to, to push us onto the next level because things have really got into a, into a torrid state. If I'm being honest with you. Hi, mate. Um, you, you know, obviously, it's a, you know, it's a big game for us on Saturday. We know we need to we need to get, absolutely get three points to keep our slim, albeit slim, playoff hopes alive. So, you know, is there a chance that Mick's not going to be there? You know, there's, there's talk about him being, you mm. know, in the frame at West Brom. Do you, do you think um, that he might he might go uh, he might be elsewhere? No, no, he'll definitely be in charge of the weekend. He, he spoke about this in his press conference today about trying to get his head around the fact that he is going at the end of the season and that he's got to focus on the rest of these games despite them not really being that important for us now. But yeah, he'll he'll still be in the dugout of the weekend and he's talked today about the West Brom links and how he you know, he likes the fact he's been linked to them but he's had no contact. But there has been a suggestion, as you said, for a while that possibly he may be going a bit early uh, with the under-23 manager Gerard Nash stepping in for the rest of the season. But I think that was just hearsay and you know, I'm fully expecting him to be here until the end of the season and, and then we'll see what happens in terms of a replacement. I mean, hello, mate. This is Billy here. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm cool, cool, man. Listen, I'm just thinking about it. I mean, McCarthy's been there for a while and a lot of people have given him a lot of credit, Ipswich fans, for steadying the ship as it was. Um, I mean, Ipswich has been, I think, the longest stay in the championship as well. That's probably about 16 mm. or 17 years. And he steadied the ship to, to make you become, you know, like what we want to be. It's like a solid championship side. You know, you haven't necessarily gone up. You've had a flirts with the playoffs and maybe a little flirts with relegation. And, and also you've said that he comes in and he's been buying players for not very much. I think the most he's spent on any player is it, is it Freddie Sears, which was... Uh... Uh, probably would have been Waghorn or Garner this season, or possibly even Emir Hughes. And I think the purse strings were loosened ever so slightly this season, but probably not to the extent that they should have been. Uh, look, look, nobody can disagree with the fact that he's done a good job since he was here. I mean, he came in at the end of 2012, and we were seven points from 13 games, languishing in the bottom three, and looked doomed. And as you said, steadied the ship. And, and then the three seasons that preceded that are... We were, you know, in, in, in and around the playoffs. And obviously we, we had that one playoff season in the same season that you guys did. But the things have ever so slightly just got worse and worse over those last couple of years where the football is, is just absolutely dire. We're not picking up results. And, and our, the way we've been playing is is not suiting us anymore. Um, you know, I think during that playoff season, playing this negative hoofball direct style worked for us because we were winning games but now we're struggling a bit it's kind of highlighted just how bad and outdated it is and you pair that with some of the mistakes the club have made like last season increasing the ticket prices in terms of season tickets and and our attendances have fallen probably four or five thousand in the last three years which is a real serious concern and a lot of that is down to the fact that the Ipswich fans have had enough of of the manager, and it's sad to say that, but that's just the harsh reality of it. Kieran, I, I, I um, went to the game earlier on in the uh, season uh, when I think it was maybe the third or fourth game in, actually, probably the second game. And we, we second away we, game, yeah, we started pretty well on that game, and you end up beating us 2 0. And if I rem- mm. remember rightly, Ipswich went on a, a great run, maybe won the first six games in a row. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong there, but you definitely had a really good start. And even after that, maybe sixth game that you've won. I remember McCarthy trying to play it down a little bit, almost like he knew the team were probably getting a rub of the green. Even at that point, you know, when you maybe six out of six or whatever it was, 
were any of the fans coming around thinking he might be the best man? Or was, was it still a feeling of, he's fluking it, he, it, was, it ain't going to I last. think a few were very, very much on the fence. I mean, a lot of this flack towards the manager and people have had their minds made up since last season because it was such a bad season last year. And you know the national embarrassment on BBC against Lincoln and the FA Cup really put the icing on the cake, I think. Um, but... Yeah, the expectations going into the season were quite low and probably the lowest they've been for a while. And to start in the manner that we did was was fantastic. Yeah, and it kind of start. caught people by surprise. Um, but I think the majority of fans were realistic. And, and as you said about Mick, nobody really expected it to last that long. I think it was a case of let's see how, how long we can go on this good run and see where we are come sort of October, November time, but mm. it wasn't really long after that that we, we kind of significantly fell off and we thought, oh, we are where we are now. We are a mid-table side at best. And Bringing it up to um, on to, to Saturday and, and, and very briefly, we've, we've got, you know, obviously the, the Luke Hyam and um, Alan Judge coming back together again. Do you, you yeah. know, what, what's, what's your view briefly on, on that situation? I mean, look, it, it was a it was a terrible thing that happened a couple of years ago. Um, Luke Hyam does have a little bit of a reputation for being a bit of a hothead, and he does like to fly into challenges. But you know, he, he seemed remorseful for what happened, and obviously, it's it's terrible what happened to to Alan Judge, you know, such a talented player and, and a player I actually would have liked down here as well. But, um, I don't think it will be you know, that much of a talking point from our perspective, to be honest. I mean, Luke Hyam is you know, fairly down the pecking order and I'd even go as far as saying that he won't be at the club next season because we just have so many other options in the middle of the park. Okay. So, so, listen, so listen, Kieran, just briefly, very briefly, because we're going to go into a break in a little minute, I just want to know, sure. Mighty B's playing the Mighty Ipswich on Saturday. What do you reckon? Quickly, just give us a score prediction and how's it going to go, briefly? Uh, I'm going to say you guys will edge it 2-1. Uh, we've got nothing to play for, and McCarthy will experiment with the team, and you still have an outside chance to play off, so I'd probably swing towards that, to be honest. Wicked. Kieran, what, what's going to happen? Who, who do you reckon is the man to come and take over over from Mick? And will they get back in for Marcus Evans? Well, firstly, they, I don't think any manager is going to get back in for Marcus Evans. He, he seems very, very set in his ways, and on this silly five-point plan that he's got in his head. Um I don't want an old-timer. I, it can't be someone like McLaren or Pardew. I think that would just increase the divide between the club and the fans. So I'd love to see the club take a punt on a young, up-and-coming manager, someone maybe like Cowley at Lincoln. And we've been linked with a, with a manager in Holland called Morris Stein, who's in charge of VVV Venlo. Mm. Done an excellent job there, and that's, uh, that's where I would go with it, I think, and, and take a bit of a risk and try and transform the landscape of the club. Brilliant stuff, Kieran. Thank you very much for coming on to Love Sport Radio this evening. We'd love to have you on again very, very shortly. Kieran from Ipswich Town Chat. I am so excited to meet Kim Jong-un. I have two DVDs prepared for the sleepover, the interview and Team America. Forget mocha chocolates and visiting relatives in care homes. The weekends are for loving sport. Wake up with Love Sport Breakfast at the weekend with an MBE and Olympic medalist. Get your head round the most biased football show on UK radio and enjoy a barrister with all the banter. So much more fun than a trip to Ikea and our balls are media. Love Sport at the weekend. A great station for a great city. Back on Love Sport Radio this evening just past half past nine uh good chat with 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 kieran are you looking forward to the trip on saturday 
I am well. I'm looking forward to them coming down. Actually, the oh sorry, the boys. Tr- yeah, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll go up there if they want to, but um, there would be no game on. You know. Do a lovely pie, switch. They do, do. The do pies are top notch. Pie pie indeed. No, no, indeed. no, 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 no. They're homemade. That's right. They're that's, homemade. That's right. But I tell you something though. He, he's talking about Mick McCarthy there, and it's a really weird thing because if you've got a manager and your manager's been there for a while and he's done a lot of good things, and all of a sudden he's just going to go and, and the way that he said it, it's kind of like ended on a little bit of a sort of sour note. He's just like, I didn't feel anything like in the last game. He just felt nothing, and it's almost like he felt like I'm turning up on Saturday, but I don't really want to be there. And it's kind of like a sort of bit of a sad situation. And we lo- used to laugh about Mick McCarthy because he'd always sort of say things but the one thing about Mick is he's always very honest and truthful and if you had a press conference for him he'd tell you what he thinks and I think we kind of will miss that in the championship if, if Mick's not there yeah there's not many managers these days that actually tell it as it is and, and he, he is quite honest he's, he's quite he's quite brutal sometimes he's, he's, his tactics are, are quite antiquated I, I'd say I, I don't think the championship will necessarily miss that playing style um, I think Ipswich fans won't either I can see why they're probably going to go for the, the, the Dutch option they're like a Dutch link at Ipswich Town which yeah. is dangerous though because I mean we went for the Dutch option yeah we had the and... Dijkhausen for, for a little bit yeah. which was a bit of a bit Fl- of a fluff yeah it was a failed failed attempt to, to go under the radar there but say, it's with Mick McCarthy when he's been he's been to so many clubs for, for him to you know, obviously he's spent a bit of time at Ipswich but it's one of many clubs for him you know probably it's best to just sever and, and go to be honest yeah so it is a bit of a sad sort of end isn't it after a sort of like a five year relationship that ends on a handshake and no drama he's just walking out the door <laughs> so, so I've, got to, I've got to ask the question though that because there's this talk about you know you know the rumours going around that you know uh, there's rumours apparently that they said that his desk was taken from his, his office the other day and you know and his coat was taken and you know in the, the dressing room and stuff like that which may or may not be true on Saturday would you prefer if Mick McCarthy was on the bench or wasn't on the bench. Me, don't really care to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't give monkeys one way or the other. What, I, so I, we'll deal with them anyway. anyway. Yeah, no, we we'll, we'll go. We're, we're just going to go for it from the from I, the final from the first whistle. If, if I was Dean Smith, I would not be satisfied with anything else than a battering. Yes. Because Ipswich, you know, pe- people are sitting there, and the debate about Mick McCarthy has been, oh, Ipswich are going to miss him. He's done. This. The fact of the matter is, he hasn't progressed the club. In any way, shape, or form, I understand that the owner doesn't want to plan money. But you know what? If your owner doesn't want to plan money, either seek external investment or sell the club. Go and do something progressive. Move forward. And the fact of the matter is, they're boring. They're, they're a negative side to watch. But then that's not Mick McCarthy's fault. If the money's not because he can only do what he's doing, he can only play what you know with, with, with what he's you know, with, with what he's got. But he can change the style. He can do, but then he's, he's got to find the players. players no, to, he's still brought in players. But he's got to find the players to, to, to change the style as he's well, doesn't he? He's still brought in players, though, Bill. I'll give it me, don't you? At the start of the, yeah, at the start of the season, Martin Waghorn was everyone's flavour of the month. Ipswich were the, the, the long shots of promotion. It looked like they, they were coming up for it. But, I mean, now, you know, that they're, they've fallen away, rightly so. I, I, I couldn't see them, you know, you know sticking around, but... I think I think on Saturday you'd, you'd want McCarthy on the bench. Like if, if they if they had a, a youth manager who takes the reins, maybe the players will step up. They start thinking things are changing. If he's there, there's that inertia setting. You know the players won't be hyped about it. They'll be coasting along, and then that opens the door for that battering. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I just want to see us literally as soon as the whistle blows. Literally get the ball wide, get at them, get the crosses in really really go for it from from the start you know we, we've seen how Mill are really good at getting really really sort of upbeat 
starts, we need to blitzkrieg them. And I, I think, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's McCarthy there or not. We know which way they're going to play. They're not going to try and play us at football. We, we need to hurt them early. Uh, I'd say, I mean, it's interesting because obviously we're looking to get, you know, this playoff is very, very, very slim that we do it. But... We have won, you know, six games out of six before, you know. Um, so we're not saying we're going to do it, but if we did, we were obviously very joyous. Now, looking at the league table at the moment now, like I said to you, we're 11th. There's lots of teams going for that playoff place, which is six. But also I say there is also one other playoff place which people are looking at, which is Derby, which is in the fifth place. Mm. And at the moment, Derby are, they're, they're choking a little bit, aren't they? Tailing away, tailing away. Funny is I, I saw something very, very strange come up on social media, which is Sean Morrison, the captain of Cardiff City, mm. come going on like, did you see the yeah, bit? Laney's yeah, got yeah, a yeah. Laney, Laney appreciated yeah, that, was, uh, that. That's a little bit, little bit... Uh, bit naughty, delayed. wasn't it? Mm. Bit yeah. naughty. Calling out Richard Keogh, calling out Jason Shackle. He doesn't even play for Derby anymore. He's out on loan at... I think he's at Millwall on loan. Calling out all, all these Derby players, and you're thinking something is not right. So either that's going to galvanise Derby and, and dent Cardiff, or it's going to dent Derby even further. Yeah. But Derby are doing a Derby, aren't they? They spend buckets of money for a championship club that I love Pride Park. I think it's a lovely grant. For, for, an old, for, for a new build, identical stadium, I think it's the best out of a bad bunch. But... They, they're doing it again. I mean, I can see Rowett gone next year if, if this happens again, and they'll move on to the next one. But it you, just happens. But listen, Aaron, have you seen... OK, it's like I said, there's six games left. Mm. I don't know if you've seen what their fixtures are, their final four fixtures. I mean, Derby are playing Wolves, then Derby are playing Cardiff, Derby are playing Villa, and Derby are playing somebody else, which is uh, <laughs> Cardiff, Villa, they're playing somebody else, which is Borough, Borough. So they've got four out of six really big in the top six as well. So, you know, if you're looking at that, you know, they need to be winning those games. And at the moment now, it could be a little bit, a little bit tricky for them. And, uh, I mean, we're, it's difficult for us because we, we were trying to work out, you know, have you ever seen a team who was actually right up there and uh, they looked like they were going to do it and they, 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 they choked to the floor. In fact, tell you something, the last team I remember actually doing that was... Uh, Derby. <laughs> Derby have got absolute history. Oh, there, it, was, it was when we got into the playoffs that year, and uh, Derby were, you know, and they even beat us sort of the second to last game of the season. We thought, oh no, Derby, they've just got, they've got Darren yeah, Bent, and, Darren they're scoring, there, yeah. and they were scoring goals, and also they just literally just just choked and they just tailed Dropped off. And the seven, I, th- I think seventh. the phrase you're looking for, Billy, is bottled it. Bottled it, choked it. Yeah, that was, Macla- was McLaren was in charge. That's then, right, McLaren. Yeah. No umbrella either. No umbrella. Steve. But you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be very difficult for us to get into the top six still. But you know, we 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 have to just literally go for it. And and Saturday, we we, we can't we can't we don't know where the crystal ball is. It's a nine month season, as I've copyrighted. So you know, we all we can do is go and take it to them. Yeah, what's working our favour is that is the fixture list in April. There is an amazing amount of teams in that playoff race, promotion race, playing each other. We've got a relatively um, listen. It's not, it's not played on paper, but you know, there's a lot of we're not playing many teams in the top in the top ten, other than Fulham, which we're obviously going to win by many many goals. <laughs> uh, so you know, that's 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 going for us. But um, it's going to be well, it's going to be very hard, isn't it? To, to make up that ground it is it is indeed you know but let's say Ipswich on Saturday like I said we just have to be a little bit careful because obviously the, the style of football that they play again we can buckle a little bit you know if they start playing the, the, you know, the long ball and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the tough football we need to uh, combat that 
Approaching 20 minutes to 10 o'clock on Love Sport Radio, you can have your say. We're going to continue previewing the Ipswich game, and we're going to be talking to Scott, the Forest fan, as well, aren't we? That's right. Scott's going to be talking to us. He's a Nottingham Forest fan as well, and we need to be talking about them because we're actually playing them on Tuesday. So we've got a double bubble. These two games are very, very important. So we thought, let's get a view from the opposing fans about... What's going on in there, camp? Interesting, interesting. Uh, talking all things for us. Plenty still to discuss on Love Sport Radio. Uh, 20 minutes to 9 o'clock. Many people are saying listen to Five Live and they don't know what they're talking about. Stupid, stupid people. Very, very stupid people. Unlike me, I listen to Love Sport. Love Sport, 558 AM. Love Sport with 7OTB.com. Play your way to £1 million. Big bills, I crush them, chew them up and spit them out because I am the spokesman. Paying too much for your energy, then have a word and I can find you a better deal because my crew shake down the energy suppliers to find the best prices around and all you have to do is click on the one that's right for you. Compare, switch and save at thespokesmansaid.com. You know it makes sense. Divorce. It affects every part of your life, you, your family, your home, your finances. And if you're a man facing divorce, perhaps even one you don't want, the situation becomes even more complicated. It's at times like these that you need a professional you can trust. Cordell & Cordell is dedicated to helping men in matters relating to divorce. Call now on 0330-6060-161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk, office in central London. A partner men can count on. You could visit 10, <sighs> 20, 100 dealers and still not see as many cars as you would in just one visit to Car Giant. Because at Car Giant, we've up to 8,000 quality used cars in stock, all at unbelievably low prices. So don't go round the houses for your next car. Go to Car Giant, the only place for giant choice and giant savings. It's how London buys its car. Change for Life is about small changes we can make to be healthier. For loads of ideas to cut back fat, watch the salt, make sugar swaps or get your five a day, just search online for Change for Life. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. The perfect comedy breakfast sandwich. Bringing home the bacon with all the sports, the biggest news and a fair amount of egg on faces. You like it saucy, there'll be something for you. Love Sport Breakfast with Ian Stone. Weekdays from 6am on Love Sport. People are telling me buses are the thing in London. Buses, tremendous. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. With 7OTV.com. Predict 7 to net a million. Into the last 10 minutes at the Emirates, it's Arsenal 4, CSK Moscow 1 in the quarterfinal first leg of the Europa League. Let's talk to Scott. He's a Nottingham Forest fan ahead of the fixture at the city ground on Tuesday night. Let's talk all things for us. Let's preview that fixture, if you like, with Scott. Evening, Scott. Um, what's what's the atmosphere like around the city ground with uh, another new manager, uh, Ita Karanka, now at the helm? How are you doing, boys? Yeah, all good, good, mate. How are you doing? Good to hear you taking the mick out of Derby, first of all. Um, <laughs> good stuff we there. thought you'd like that. Yeah, brilliant. Um, it's a bit dull, to be honest. You know, we've not sacked anybody in about six matches. Um, it's all a bit strange um, things need to settle down at Forest and um, I think Karanka's the man to do it um, I said a few months ago that it's probably going to take two years to sort Forest out there's that much work to do 
Um, but during the transfer window, he's like bought in 11 players. Um, and I thought that was going to take time to do over two or three windows. But to bring in kind of 11 players straight away, that's given me a bit of hope for, for next season. Do you, do you not get a little bit tired of this kind of like big turnover? You know, obviously, you know, you've got expectations, you want success, you've got this big history. It's, it's, it's kind of a, it's a big it's a big sort of legacy to, to live up to. But do you, do you not say, think, oh, here we go again, another new manager, another huge yeah. turnover of staff? Or what you know? Do you, do you think? I completely it's agree. Yeah, yeah I completely agree. It's exhausting. It's absolutely exhausting. I mean, this is nearly twenty years of being out of the Premier League. Um, and I think in all that time we've had three flirts with the playoffs and not even got to the you know got to the final. So that's like a hell of a long time. We're not you know I don't class it as a big club anymore. You know we're, we're not you know 17 years or whatever out of the Premier League. Um, and it is it's just exhausting the amount of changes. But what the problem is I think at Forest it's almost become part of the culture now, where the fans if things aren't going right with the new man after 10 12 games the fans start kind of pain for blood because of the expectation levels and it's become a bit of a norm it's, it's interesting obviously um, this is Billy here mate how you doing you're all good um, yeah. we had a little bit of obviously a little bit of a link between us because uh, one of our ex-managers uh, managed uh-huh. you who is the, the last manager out the revolving door the manager roulette as it is like you know down at Nottingham Forest I mean, how, was my, how was Warburton for you I mean he was there for I think it was about, about nine months with him and his team and, and did it work out for you or was it sort of good start and then it just tail off well it's difficult, really, because he, he came at the back end of last season when we were going to get relegated. Um, and he came in, he, he couldn't, you know, the transfer window had passed, he couldn't sign anybody, so he had to get on with what, you know, what what he had, the squad he inherited. So it was difficult because he wants to play football. So trying to win playing football in a relegation battle was, you know, was a, you know, that's a big thing to do. Um, we beat kind of Brighton stuff, Brighton 3-0 at home. Uh, beat Huddersfield and we were playing teams off the park and we, and we stayed up I mean we made a little bit of a mess of it stayed up on the last day um, by goal difference but the issue is that when you've got kind of I think the summer longer scored 18 goals that season when you take a top goal scorer out of that team in the summer and sell him out of a team that's just stayed up by the skin of its teeth then you know you can't be asking for a top six you know finish the next season I don't think I mean you've got a fraction of that to spend um, didn't kind of spend it great but you know, who can reshape the squad with £4 million pounds these days? I mean, that's the, that's the thing. Come to, um, Bre- come to Brentford, mate, you know, give us £2 million <laughs> pounds and we'll, we'll get about well, 24 but, players for that money, you know what I mean? Well, I mean? well, this is it, yeah. So this is kind of, you know, in some respects, I'm very envious that, you know, how do Brentford keep picking these players up for nothing? I mean, I couldn't really tell you you know, a Brentford player's name. I don't want that to sound disrespectful. Oh, I could, I mean, we could tell you any Nottingham Forest players either, to be honest <laughs> well, with you. Well, I was going to ask you that, because who would you sign out of our current squad? You know, None of them. Exactly. Scott, Scott yeah. I want to bring it quickly back to uh, Karanka. Um, when I hear the name Karanka, it does send shivers down my spine a little, oh, yeah. mainly for that season where we played your two seasons. I think we played you six times. Sorry, we played Middlesbrough, whom Karanka managed six times. And he, right. they, they, they beat us five times convincingly no. and we drew the other, I think. No, so, no they lost, lost six the whole Well, they lost all yeah, six. Lost all okay, six. It's, just, it's just got a bit worse. <laughs> but, the, um, but has he had any time to sort of get you playing the Karanka way? Is it too early for that? Has things changed a bit? or, or well, I'm not sure what the Karanka way is at the minute, to be honest. I think he's building from the back. We're a lot more compact. So we're not conceding, but we're not scoring either. So Are you nil, nil, then. see any kind of... Are you conceding yeah, so lots of fouls the right on the halfway line? The day now, 
Say again, sorry. Are you, are you conceding lots of fouls on the halfway line to stop the opposition sort of going through. That was, well, that was his way. Ben Watson, we've got Ben Watson and Jack Colback, who are, you know, Premier League players at the end of the day, so they've made a massive difference. Um, but it's just a bit dull. It's dull to watch. Um, but I'm hoping they'll sign probably, hopefully get some flair players in the summer and they build on from that defence. But he's not great at the moment, to be honest. So, so listen, Scott, I mean, we're coming up on Tuesday. I, I have to say it's one of our favourite away days. Again, no, I bet it is, yeah. Probably in the, yeah. <laughs> well, for a start, I think we've beaten you every time we've gone up there for a start, haven't I we? I think it's a draw. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I can't remember the draw, but, you know, the back of the memories of us, you know, the memory cells are gone. But uh, it's great, great place. It's a great place for a, for a night, you know, for a night out, for a day out. So we're all coming up there um, to have a bit of a laugh. Um, um, however, obviously, what's happening on the pitch is very, very important. We play our style of football, which is, you know, very similar to what the style of football that you were trying to play even earlier this season with your, with your previous manager. How do you think you're going to cope with Karanka against us who play the passing game? And what's I the score prediction? Be, I would think it'll be KJ. I think if you lot playing in there for kind of 60, 70 minutes, I think a sucker punch, maybe like he did against Bristol City on, um, on Monday, it might be a similar game. I just, I don't know what you boys are like at the back. But we're not great going forward, so I think that's, you know, it depends what you boys have got going Ooh, forward more so, than anything, sounds, I think. This sounds quite, this sounds quite good, actually. The Vikings have a very good trip. Yes, yes <laughs> we're actually going to get well, an earlier train, get there earlier now. Yeah. against us anyway, don't you? So, yeah, yeah I, right. I, 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 hopefully your, your your supporters will be a little bit less kind of like expecting that, they, we're, you know, we're just going to turn up and roll over. No, 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 no. After spanking you, no, out of the last couple of seasons, it's not going to be that case at all. It's about time we did, yeah. No need for that. Scott, very, very quickly. <laughs> no, no one really liked Fawaz. I mean, I remember a time where they did, where he announced that he 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 was installing a new screen in the corner of the ground, and everyone was celebrating on Twitter with him. He, his his reputation suddenly went 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 downhill. But what what's the new owner like? Evangeli? Ev- is it Evangelos? I tell you, I'm not going to say yeah, anything about the new. I'm not going to say anything about the new owner actually, because I, I do want to be here for the game at the weekend or the game on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm well, it seems like he's arm's length. Um, he's, he's kind of got a team and he runs the club on a day-to-day basis. I don't know kind of how much he's got, a, you know, how much say he has day-to-day. But he's, I think he's just fined his Olympiacos teams like four hundred thousand and uh, sent them all only um, for for messing up uh, in the Greek league. So. That bodes well, to be honest. There has, there has been shen- the Scott. There, there has been shenanigans that has been going on, though, hasn't there? Yes. Well, yes. there is. But I've kind of read some of the things, and maybe it's. I don't know, a bit of a smoke screen. I don't know. All, all, all you know is everywhere you walk around the city ground, there's just John Metgold everywhere, just lurking around a corner, watching, isn't he? He seems to be. Uh, he seems to be the Scott, uh, the, the spy, Scott, the the, the flying eye, John Metgold. Um, Scott, brilliant to talk to you. I I I, I do wish well upon Forrest in the future. Long. Cool. Not so much Tuesday night, but thank you very much, Scott, for joining us on Love Sport Radio. Cheers, Scott. Thanks, Scott. Ten minutes to ten o'clock. We'll be talking to Paul Connolly next. Apparently, you don't need a prescription for steroids in Russia. Just a Russian passport will do. Love Sport. I work for a spokesman said.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit a spokesman said.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. West Ham, Charlton, Spurs, QPR, Arsenal, Fulham, Crystal Palace, Brentford, Chelsea, Millwall, Watford, AFC Wimbledon, non league. 
Whichever is your team, we've got it covered. The Fans Show, back tomorrow night from 7 with 7OTV.com on Love Sports. I have so much money, I can even buy silence. Just ask Stormy Daniels. She won't be able to answer you, though. Love Sports. Back on Love Sport, and joining us in the studio now is PC. He's on the uh, the late shift tonight. How Evening. are you, man? Are you well? I'm good. You all good. right? Not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. So, lots of stuff coming up tonight on the... Well, I didn't uh, ask you what was coming up tonight. I was well, going to have some polite chit-chat first. That's why I'm here. What do you want to talk about? Polite chit-chat. All right, you know? mate, go for it. What would you like to talk about? What, what's coming up tonight? <sighs> He's just trying to throw me off, isn't he? <laughs> what's he up to, this fella? Brilliant things. Amazing things. Uh, we're going to be talking about should we have the right to use lethal force when defending our homes, um, which is a reaction, of course, to the story this week. We're going to be getting inside the head of a man who formerly was an advisor uh, at the Kremlin. Um, we're going to be talking to an international drug trafficker called Chris Chance, who turned his life around. Fascinating fella. And then we're also going to be talking about um, black holes at the centre of the Milky Way, the weekend I sports, sort of potholes. movies. No, entirely different type of place you know I'm, um, I'm, I'm on a local group you know you know on facebook for like my local area every day it's just people talking about potholes every I, i'm just putting it on mute now it's just getting boring really it's getting really potholes boring. potholes i'd in be middle more of the interested in sinkholes myself now more dramatic as in the earth falls from beneath your feet pot, yeah, pot, pot noodle Pot noodle for you, lady. Pot noodle for you. Very, very, very quickly, what are your thoughts on that story about the, the man self-defending himself in his home? It, I mean, I've read some articles in the paper today that the guy who who, who he murdered, I'm going to use air quotes, murdered, Unsuspicious. What, what was, yeah. was, a, was, was a career criminal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Was well, it self-defense? I'm really looking forward to talking about this, actually, because it comes down to whether or not you can use lethal force, and then what is reasonable force? Can these things be measured? Can they be quantified? If we were in that situation, would we do exactly the same what's, what's thing? The most, what's the biggest, most extreme length anyone in here has been to for, for security for in their home? Any, any? It's never happened to me, thank uh, God. Yeah. I've got the old... Uh, but the uh, video um, doorbell, that's, uh, that's, 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 quite a, that's quite a nice little thing. That's a good idea, yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I had a Rottweiler. Yeah, just buy a dog. That's I had a Rottweiler, yeah. yeah. No, I had a Rottweiler. Very, the the neighbours... For that reason? Yeah, well, the neighbours were... I, I, I lived in, in north-west London for a time, and the neighbours were, weren't great. Right. And, you know, we lived on a corner plot, so there's plenty of access onto it, and yeah. we just had a, a Rottweiler roaming around in the garden, and people were scared. It was brilliant. Stay a mile away from that, wouldn't they? Oh, people were very... The neighbours were, were terribly scared. They, right. they didn't like him <laughs> at all. And the funny thing, there were 16 people Community living spirit. in the house next Good door. for you. Good 16 you. people living in the house next door. And what we did was we left a little gap in the fence. So yeah. when they used to have a barbecue every other day, he used to stick his head right in there dribble coming out of it <laughs> give us a call would you like to live next to this guy i've got an, i've got a bigger dog now <laughs> i've got a dog the board owner oh uh, pc is up next Cheers, we're gonna be talking well he's t- t- plenty to talk about i'm looking yeah, forward tonight, to listen to that tonight. on the way back let's round things up we've got two and a half minutes two minutes in fact it's a bit of a free-for-all now go billy indeed indeed so listen besides you could check out first of all we've got besides.com just go to besides.com forward slash audio and we've got our podcast this week which is up it went up uh this morning 
and it's all lively and we talk quite a lot about Dean Smith don't we yeah we do I thought I thought we were talking about Crufts then yeah um, <laughs> but yeah no Dean, Dino it's been it's been talk of him um, being poached by West by Brom, West Brom yeah. on the old merry-go-round who apparently aren't in the Midlands or aren't part, part of Birmingham apparently not we were part told of Birmingham no, no. but uh, yeah no it, it was kind of the, the conversation really was that you know West Brom fans were saying you know he, he, he should come he should be tempted to come but we were saying to the West Brom fans you know what is it that you think Dean Smith is if you think he's he's a manager then you're wrong he's he's, he's our head coach and if if, you, if you're expecting him to come in and solve all your your problems in recruitment and you know the the the, 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 the you know the back back room then he, he's not he's not that kind of appointment I, I think that's enough to be honest I think it's nothing more than lazy journalism you have a, uh, a manager who's on the rise from the Midlands he's going to be speculated however his name is Dean Smith he will not get a job in the Premier League for that reason. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> so, like I said, check out besotted.com forward slash audio. We've got that. And also, like I said, you go on to Besotted and the waving hand, Martin Allen, the waving hand. We've got our social with him. Our B social on May the 4th is going to be wicked. We've actually got a comedian lined up as well. We've got this comedy app, which I showed it to you, lady, the other day. Yes. This comedy app, this I'm musical comedy app, which is really, really wicked. And, uh, and Martin Allen, and I've said to him the other day, he said, this is going to be an absolutely brilliant night as well. So he's up for it. So go and buy tickets. Literally, they've almost all gone now. It's going to be absolutely great on besotted.com. Um, Martin Allen. But just, other than that... Just to let you know, the waving hand on the website isn't Martin Allen waving goodbye to the Football League, just to let you know that. No, <laughs> not no, at all, no. He's firmly still in the Football League, the just escape, about... Great escape, uh, Arsenal 4, CSK Moscow, why it finished that in the Europa League quarterfinal. I'm back tomorrow night from 7 with, with, with the guys from Chelsea and the Chelsea fan guys. It's going to be a very, very emotional show as we pay tribute to the late, great Ray Wilkins. PC is up next. This and here's is our borrowed music. Our borrowed music. <laughs> It's nearly time for some real news, people. Real news, not fake news. Read by very intelligent people just like me. That I can tell you. Love sport. London's lunchtimes have just got tastier. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.